It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Because that's the bottom line. And so, goodbye. <laughs> and good night. Bang! Settle! Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Yes, sir! To Off the Mats with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. All right, everybody, good afternoon. Welcome to Off the Mat. Alex seems like he's going to be very serious today because he's not laughing, which is disappointing. <laughs> The Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Again, welcome again every Saturday at 12 p.m. to the only wrestling show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Off the Mat. As the microphone was literally in front of my face, nobody could see it. Nobody could see me, I mean. I hope everybody is doing well. Uh, I'm back for this week. I'm Josh Silberg, of course, your host. With me, of course, as always, my tag team partner down in sunny Florida, Mr. Alex Lowe's, what's happening, man? Nothing much, Josh. It's been a great week so far. Uh, we, we're going to get into our full gear preview later on in the show. We got New Japan Pro Wrestling for you, AEW NXT recap, this week in wrestling history. So it's going to be a great show. Stick around with us the whole way through because we got a lot to talk about. For sure, and I just want to go over this to everybody. So I'm in uh, a different room today. I know everybody's probably saying, like, why are you holding the microphone like you're uh, interviewing somebody? Well, the reason being is because I have nowhere else to put this microphone because I had to move my stuff because I am in the process of, of course, moving into my new home next week. And I have all the furniture is pretty much almost out of the house. So I said to my wife, I said, where am I going to do the show? She said, well, honestly, you're probably going to have to do it on the couch this week. <laughs> There's no <laughs> else to do. Um, she was right. She was right. So um, that is why uh, I was not here last week. But I just want to say one thing. First off, uh, big shout out and a awesome congratulations and an amazing job to you, Alex Lowe's. Thank and you. Of course, to Jillian Cohen last week. Uh, I was so busy. I did not get to see the show live, but I watched the recap of it afterwards. Um, it was phenomenal. It was great. And I know I'm, I'm going to be out next week again. Uh, so Jillian will be back next week, uh, filling in for me with Alex, where you guys will go over your full gear, you'll recap it, and then, uh, and then I will be back. I will be back full time in my new studio, in my house. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be phenomenal. I'm going to have more room. I'm going to have, instead of maybe t-shirts, maybe you'll see some autographs behind me. Hanging on the wall, so that'd be kind of cool. So a couple of things, of course, we got to go over. Uh, let's talk about downloading our app because it's important. Because mm -hmm. this, this station has worked their tail off to get this app up and running, and it's been phenomenal. If you have an Apple, and I've an app. If you have an Apple, 
laugh. I feel like a 90 year old man. Oh, please. I, it's like I'm going to be at the part saying I have an Insta chat or a Snapgram. <laughs> that. Uh, if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store. Type in WWSRN. That's WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store. Type in Worldwide Sports. Our app comes up. It's amazing stuff. You have our show schedules. And it's not just wrestling on here, too. You have the Ryan Hickey show. You have uh, Down to the Wire. You have Below the Mic. You have all the new Pop Belly sports shows, including the fantasy football shows. You have the Wise Guys. You have the BS Sports Show. You have Caged in MMA. You have all these different shows that are on the network now and more are being added. You can check out our show schedules. It's it's different topics, different shows that you want. So if you're more than just a wrestling fan, if you're a sports fan, and I got to tell you, I've heard the shows before. It's phenomenal. Also, check out... uh, don't forget the, the Weekend Crunch with Errol Marks and Eric Coleman, former NFL player Eric Coleman. Every Saturday night, uh, the two of them always uh, going toe-to-toe with each other. I got to be a guest host two weeks ago. It was awesome. I had so much fun, so thank you to Errol um, for that. That was great. If you have a smart speaker, you could tell them to play the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It will pop up another big thing. Our website, WorldwideSports.com. If you have not checked it out, it's phenomenal. It is amazing stuff. The whole website is updated. It's awesome. It's good. It's actually not good. It's great. And um, you got to check it out. It's good stuff. Like I said, you might see the mic going up and down today like this. Sorry, Alex. Uh, you know, I feel like I guess I'm, I'm interviewing somebody. Hey, what do you think? You know what I mean? Um, so it's good stuff. Um Check out all of that. Like I said, everything is free. We have articles. I've written some stuff. Alex has written some phenomenal articles about wrestling. It's some good stuff. Uh, Alex's dad, when I first met Charlie Slows, Alex's dad told me this. Alex has one lane. It's the wrestling lane. There's no other lane for Alex. No. Other lane. <laughs> no other lane at all. <laughs> wrestling lane, and that's it. So he's very passionate about it, as am I. Um, and Alex has his NWO shirt. Uh, I'm actually going Darby. I got Darby tonight. I am, and we're gonna do our predictions for full gear later. I and I gotta tell you, I ha- I have a feeling this this could be AEW's best pay per view. Oh ever yeah, had. by far. Um, but we gotta get to some down wrestling news really quick because I, I I was talking to Alex before the show and I and I said to Alex, do you think we should announce this? Alex said, absolutely. It's 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 a historical announcement, and it's a, and Alex, I think you agree. It's an announcement that just cannot be ignored. Um, and that is in this country, it was just announced a few minutes ago that Joe Biden has been named the 46th president of the United States of America after winning Pennsylvania. Uh, I believe they're calling Nevada soon and all that. And I know, like I said, it, it, it is political. Alex and I never get into political stuff on here. We keep that at the door. But Alex, I know you, you said I think it should be announced. Mm-hmm. Because this is a historical announcement. Yeah, it, 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 it just can't go unignored. It can't be. It cannot be ignored. It's too big. And look, 
we know there's legal actions that are going to take place in the next few weeks. Um, whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, uh, I'm not saying what I am. Alex is not saying what he is. That is nobody's business. Nope. So mind your own. I can tell you Alex and I know what we are because we're friends. And we have co- good conversations about it. So, you know what I mean? So, it's all right. You don't have to wave your hands like this, <laughs> Alex. Oh, I didn't say anything. I know. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Really, really, you know. But we know what we are, but we will not share it with anybody. That's nobody's business. Nope. And that's why when you go and vote, uh, Alex, I know you voted. I voted. That's why when you vote, you go into a little... Cubicle. Cubicle. And... It's your business. And it's nobody else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is an announcement that had to be addressed on here because we're the first show on this network that got the announcement. So, uh, for now, uh, this was a very long election. <laughs> it felt like it lasted forever. <laughs> There's still counting votes. It's the thing. It's amazing. Um, but look, this was very different than normal, Alex. There was a pandemic going on. There were situations going on. I think the key is you and I would both say we just want this country to come together. Mm-hmm. And the most to- important thing the, the is I was watching this video earlier on. Uh, this was after NXT went off the air this week. Uh, um, Tommaso Ciampa had some really, really good words, and it really caught my eye, really got my attention, because he said, no matter who you are, where you come from, your your race, your religion, anything, the one thing that we can all agree on, and the one thing that brings us all together as fans is wrestling, and that's yes. that's the all that's that's one thing that brings us combines us all together. Absolutely, whether it's sports or anything, that is the one thing. That could bring us together. And I got to tell you something. I'm watching the election Wednesday. It's still going on. I'm sure you were too, Alex, of course, as I just dropped something. Um, and I got to watch AEW and NXT. And it felt so relaxing to just watch something different. You know what I mean? For a couple hours just to take you away from it. And it felt so nice and so good. And look, I'll say this to you. I'm a humongous Mets fan, Alex. You know this. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Mets have a new owner. That's a this is a historical announcement in this franchise's history. But because of the election going on, it was kind of swept under the rug. So it's nice to just have some positive stuff. Look, to me, I don't care who the president is. I just want that person out. I'm sure I don't want to speak on your behalf, but I'm sure you can agree. We just want somebody that could bring this country together and unite it and make it peaceful. And not deal with whether that's racial stuff or protest or any of that nonsense. Let's just bring this freaking country back together, man. Let's make everybody like each other. Say hi to your neighbor. Mm -hmm. You You know what I mean? Exactly. All all Americans. And I think we need to come together as a country, especially now more than ever. And I think that was Tomas's Champa's reasoning for coming out after the show ended. I, I, I highly believe that's why he came out. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I think it was so noticeable. I mean, look, you've seen wrestlers like I know Jay White has been sharing his political views. Um, Dave Bat- Dave Batista 
massive, massive leave showing his political views. But in the end, let's come together. Yeah, and that's exactly what uh, Champa was saying in his, in after after the show went off. And I give him props for doing that because he really brought the NXT universe together. That was that was smart. That was really br brave. He broke character. Yeah. He broke his. He broke kayfabe. Mm -hmm. Exactly what he did because he's a heel, and he broke kayfabe, and he came out and he made the announcement. Mm -hmm. I give him all the credit in the world. But again, the, what we're getting is Joe Biden is now the 46th president of the United States. That was an announcement that just could not go unnoticed. So we'll see where everything unfolds the next few weeks. I'm sure you're, this is not going away anytime soon. But we just wanted to make that announcement. So, All right. Congratulations to Joe and everything like that. So let's get to it, man. Let's get into AEW. It, it was a great show. I enjoyed all the um, the matches, the, sem the semifinals for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. We saw the tag team match between MJF and Wardlow. That was my favorite against Ortiz and Sammy Guevara. And we saw last week that Ortiz, Sammy Guevara, they do not. They really do not want MJF in the inner circle. They despise him. They think he's. They think he's going to stab the inner circle in the back and break them apart. And that's that's their reasoning for going against MJF. But I love how the match started. MJF showed great grounding, different different submission styles. I really loved that how he was going to work on his opponents. The double cross body off the ropes was amazing from Sammy. Matt Hardy got involved in the matchup towards the end, causing Sammy and Ortiz to lose against MJF and Wardlow. But it was a great turn of turn of events leading up to full gear, and I cannot wait to see where how this unfolds between Sammy Guevara and uh, Matt Hardy because this is a highly heated feud. I agree with you. So I look at it like this, all right? Um, and we're going to get to our full gear preview in the second half, and I said to you I think it has a chance to be the best produced show AEW's ever done. Unfortunately, there's really no fans. There's some, but not many, which sucks. But, you know, in this pandemic, of course, you got to deal with that. Um but I look at it like this. I agree with you. I thought AEW did a, a very good going away show. I love the ending, the promo with Cody and Darby. I really did. That was Cody pretty much telling Darby, you think I'm against you because you don't think anybody wants you to be the face of this brand, yet I'm the one that brought you in. And if you look at Darby, I... Alex, I go back to my WCW days, man, with Sting being in the rafters and Darby doing kind of the similar thing where he's sitting there and he's watching Cody every match. Um, listen, my favorite superstar, Alex, you know this, my favorite superstar on AEW is who? That would be Darby. That would be Darby. And you know this about me very well. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge Darby Allen fan. Um I've been saying to you for months, he's long overdue for a... Oh, yeah. He's really well overdue. Um, look, I still think Brody Lee is still in this picture. We have not seen Brody Lee since his match against Cody, but yet Cody's still fighting. Cody is still fighting people from the Dark Order, like John Silver and all those guys, which, by the way, if you have not watched Being the Elite with John Silver and Stu, Grace and Stu Grayson... Uh, they're hysterical. Together. Oh yeah, they're great. I love them. They're 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 great. They're amazing. Phenomenal. <laughs> and, you know, 
I, I like how AW did some stuff. Look, you knew it was going to be Kenny and Hangman. Oh yeah, you knew that it was going to come down to that. It was it was just too obvious. Yes, you knew it was going to be that. It was too obvious. Um, what was interesting was when the Young Bucks, after their match with Private Party, FTR came out and attacked them, and then Hangman and Kenny both came out, but Hangman came out first. So that was interesting to me. Um, and then you saw you saw Kenny come out second, which was kind of odd. Cause, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. What I think is odd, and I was talking to um, my old co-host on my other show, Lyle, about this, and he agreed with me in the sense of, you know, they're having Hikaru Shida versus Nyla, um, Nyla Rose. Oh, it's Nyla Rose. I don't know why. I almost forgot her name. Nyla Rose. <laughs> That they're doing uh, Serena Deeb versus um, what's her name in the pre-show? God, I can't remember. It stinks because she's really good. And I, I've actually spoken to her too, but I feel like even when Thunder Rosa had the belt too, it feels like to me. And I don't know, Alex, you could agree or disagree. They're promoting the NWA Women's Championship more than they're promoting their own Women's Championship, and that's I get that vibe. Because you look at the last month, they've had yeah. The last month has mainly been the focus on the NWA women's division. Defended constantly on Dynamite when the women's championship, Sheeta doesn't even wrestle. No, and that's kind of weird to me. That's kind of odd because to me, it should they should be going both ways. Like one one week NWA women's, next week AEW, and then back to NWA the next week. Well, Alex, why should they even go both ways if it's the AEW Women's Championship? Now, I agree with what you're saying. I completely agree with you when I hear you say, yeah, they should get their due. It should be both ways. But the weird thing to me is this. Why should they go both ways when it's the AEW Women's Championship on an AEW show? show? Yeah. That's the weirdest yeah, thing. Yeah, it is. I don't get it, and it makes no sense to me. Um... You know, I think the weird thing I want to know is where's Thunder Rosa now? Because Lyle brought up an excellent point to me. I wanted to make this point for him because I know he's busy today. Um, I'm actually going to be seeing him later to watch Full Gear. Um, he said what's interesting is that Thunder Rosa dropped the belt and you haven't heard from her. He gets the vibe that she could be NXT bound. Uh, oh. Which is a very interesting Yeah, point. that's a very interesting. She dropped the belt. We haven't seen her. It was very random. I mean, look, Serena Deeb is awesome. I think she's so under the radar as talent. But it was a very random change in the belt. And to me, it was just, you know, it was, I don't know. I found it interesting when you look at all of it and you say to yourself, you go, wow, where's Thunder Rosa at? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, she went from fighting Sheeta at, um... What was the last pay-per-view we had? Um, I'm trying to remember. I can't remember the name. It was All Out? Thank you. At All Out. And now she loses the belt to Serena Deep, and now she hasn't been seen. So I'm kind of curious. Is she dropping the belt and not being seen? Because maybe she picked NXT, maybe? I mean, look, I'll tell you this. NXT does do a better job, in my eyes, right now, at developing the women's wrestlers than they than AEW does. Yeah, they really do. Like, if you if you watched NXT this week, the the build up for 
their 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 women's their NXT women's championship was great. Uh, we're, I'll talk about that a little bit later, but I love that promo. It was great. I agree with you 100%. If you really want me to get um, analytical with this whole thing, the best women's division is Impact. Impact Wrestling is beyond the best women's division anyway. So if you're going to go somewhere, why not just go to Impact? But look, I think when you look at everything, Alex, you see it and you're seeing it unfold. Um, I, I liked how the show was. There's so many different storylines that go into it. Orange Cassidy getting involved with John Silver, the John Silver match with, with, with the tag match. Um, that's going to be a match. And like you said, um, I get a vibe there's going to be a change in the inner circle tonight. Oh, yeah. I feel like somebody, somebody's going to get stabbed in the back. Somebody's going to get tossed out. I have a feeling, and, I, and we'll talk about it. I'm sure I think you and I might be on the same page with our thoughts on that whole thing. But look, I, I liked Impact. I love the promo between Eddie um, Kingston and John Moxley. That promo was amazing. That was probably like the best promo of like the whole month that they've been leading up towards this match. And uh, someone's going to leave AEW world, the new world champion or John Moxley could still hold the AEW world championship, but I can't wait to see where all this unfolds because if you watch the promo, like John Moxley said that he knows Eddie Kingston very well. They came into this business together at the same time and that he promised his mother that he would get him to be successful and get him up to this point and lead really guide him, guide him into becoming successful. And uh, you could tell that uh, you could see that Eddie Kingston was kind of on edge about that. He didn't know what to think because if you listen to what he said, he, he, he has a reason to be mean why he's being this way. There's a reason why he's, acting this way is because he couldn't he can't fill his own voids he can't fill all all his past mistakes for himself so this is why he's acting this way because he wants to be the he wants to make his mom proud and become the new AEW world heavyweight champion absolutely and i agree with you 100 percent, alex i think you make great points um you know, I look at it like this. If you don't, again, I, I go back to being the, the BTE show. Look, Eddie Kingston could promo on a on a piece of candy. He could he could do a promo on that. That's how great of a promo worker he is. Um, uh, you know, so we saw that. And another under the radar thing we, before we get to our NXT recap and then we go to break is uh, Pack making a statement. And I'm so ready for Pack to be back. I can't wait. Um. I have a, I have a shirt. I don't know if I'm allowed to wear it on the air. It, it's called, it, it, the shirt says the bastard. Um, my, my wife was like, I don't know if that's a good idea to wear that on the air, but look, when am I going to wear it? You know what I mean? That's what his nickname is. His nickname is the bastard, right? That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what it is. You can't avoid that. I mean, um, and I have, I have a little theory about pack. Cause once he comes back and he sees that, uh, his his uh death triangle members have formed an alliance with uh Eddie Kingston. I wonder what's gonna happen there. Is he gonna join them or he is he gonna find his own Oh, I can thing. tell you what's happen. I can tell you what's gonna happen. I think if Eddie loses this championship match, I think when Pat comes back they're gonna turn on Eddie. Uh the Lucha Brothers. I think they will turn on Eddie. And 
Pack is going to reform his his group again that never got started, which was unfortunate because it had very high hopes. But look, we're excited. We're going to preview full gear. Let's get to our NXT stuff really quick, Alex. And we had some good stuff. I was very surprised. I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Were you surprised that they had Ember Moon lose already? Uh, no, I was not surprised at all because I heard they were going to. I read. I read up on this online during the week that uh, NXT, the NXT roster and uh, the NXT GM and everybody, they're very high, very high on uh, Dakota Kai and R Raquel Gonzalez. So that's why they're doing this. But it happened quick, though. She just came back, Alex. I mean, she had momentum. And for her to lose, doesn't that kind of stop it a little bit? Yeah, it does. It really does stop the momentum a little bit. I think they could have put Ember Moon with somebody else, maybe like a mid a mid card women's wrestler, to really show off how how well she is in the ring and how stable she is and how competitive she is, and just how amazing she is at a at a performance level. So I feel like that was too early to put her with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. I mean, absolutely. I <clears throat> look here's what NXT is in my opinion missing right now is look Finn Balor had surgery on his jaw he's the heavyweight champion we haven't seen the championship in god it's coming close to a month yeah that's I, I don't want him to lose it again no I don't either um but what were your thoughts on this what are, what are your thoughts on this Pat McAfee group with Oni Larkin, Danny Burch, and Pete Dunne. Because eventually, I, I know, uh, so you know I'm a huge Ridge Holland fan. And Ridge, unfortunately, had surgery. He's not going back to next year. I think he would have taken the place instead of Pete Dunne. But do you like the McAfee group? Do you find it random? I mean, what are your thoughts on this whole Undisputed Era rivalry? Uh, I, I like where it's going. I love the angles and everything. The, their promo against Undisputed Era is great. And it really, it really got a lot of heat from the fans and really draw, draw a lot of people in and got their attention. So I, I, I liked how they, how they performed mic wise. I, and I can't wait to see where to, how this group goes, where they're going and how it turns out for them. But here's the thing. I feel like Undisputed Era, Undisputed Era is not done with them. They are going to come back stronger than ever. They are going to, some some way, somehow, they are going to show up on NXT and they are going to bring the fight to this new group. I will tell you this. Pete Dunne has a legitimate complaint because he was turned on by Roderick Strong to join Undisputed Era. So Pete Dunn has never forgotten that. By the way, Pete Dunn looks so freaking Oh yeah, he looks ripped. He looks jacked. Smokes. Uh and you know me, Alex. I'm one of the bigger Pete Dunn fans in the world. I when I was at NXT Takeover in New York last year, uh WrestleMania weekend, I wore my Pete Dunn shirt, even though he lost to Walter. Um and by the way, if you did not check out the Walter Ilya Dragunov match yet on NXT UK, go watch it. Go watch it. It's good stuff. Yeah, it really is. It's so freaking good right now, man. It's like, wow. And they're so under the radar with everything. You know, so it's good. But, but really, that whole that whole, that whole whole segment was great. I enjoyed that segment with Pat McAfee and them and uh, Oni Larkin and Danny Burch. 
We're going to raise the flag, the banner, or whatever. And then was. they burned it instead. Instead. And it's interesting how this is going to go. This is. I see this going to war games. That's how I see this ending. I think they're going to have a war games match. Um, look, the Undisputed Era, I think since war games have been brought back, I think they've been in every single one. So, four versus four. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Why not say war games? Why not do it that way? And I think they will. And I think it's going to be awesome. Um, like I said, I thought Tommaso Ciampa, Velveteen Dream was good. Listen, I know what Dream did. We talk about it over and over again what he did. But look, you can't blend, you can't put a blind eye. The match was no. Good. That match was probably the best performance we've seen this week on NXT. It, it was top notch. Absolutely, and I think again when I, I, I'm I'm trying to look at everything, it seems like Rhea Ripley is setting up a program with Io Shirai. That seems to be the next big thing. When it comes to that, um, I do want to get your comments on this, Josh. Uh, what are your thoughts about uh, the Shotzi Blackheart angle with uh, Candice LeRae? No, it was interesting because you know eventually you knew somebody was gonna that poor tank. Which, by the way, I went on Amazon. Those tanks cost seven hundred dollars. Just letting you know, that's not a cheap thing. No, it's not. That sets up it sets up a program. Look, Candace lost to Io Shirai. They needed somewhere to go with her, and I think Shotzi is in a good place right now. I think I know Alex. You're a huge fan of hers. Yeah, I've I've been a huge, huge Shotzi Blackheart fan. Just the way she performs, she performs next level. She she's amazing to watch, and I like what they're doing with her. I love how NXT is building her up. It's it's great, and it's a smart way to go. Absolutely, and it just adds more women. As what do they say? It adds more to the pot, as they say. It's more to play with in your division. Um, so look, and you have Tony Storm there. So that's another person you add. I mean, we can't forget Tony Storm is one of the top women wrestlers on in the world. So NXT is in a good place. I thought, um, I thought AEW was a little bit of a better show this week. Look, you knew neither show was going to have big viewership. Because of the election. Yeah. You knew that was going to happen. Neither sh neither show even charted this week. No, n neither show had, en had enough viewership to really beat each other in the ratings this week. Chart, Alex. They didn't even chart this week. Wow. What you knew was going to happen because of yeah. the election. Over the whole stuff. Um, you knew that. And we'll even see next week how the viewership does. Um, but the election stuff going on. But... But I do, I do want to comment on Tony Storm real quick. Since she's been back, uh, since she came back last week or the week before, I love how they're building her up now and how how they've kind of thrown her in with the shot with Shotzi Blackheart and Candice LeRae, and I'm I'm very interested to see how that turns out with her because Tony Storm is back for one reason, and that's to be the top wrestler in the NXT Women's Division. So I think it's gonna be it's gonna come down between Shotzi, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, and Io Shirai. So I, it's it's gonna be a interesting way this plays out. I agree with you one hundred percent, Alex. All right, man. So we're gonna take a quick break. Phenomenal first half of the show. That was amazing. We had a great time, and it flew by so fast. So we have more to get to. The next half, we're gonna get into Alex's this week in wrestling. We got AEW full gear to preview, and we also have. Now, I know the show happened already, um, but we're going to talk about New Japan's struggle that happened this morning. Some stuff played out. Um, we're not going to get into the results, but we're going to preview it. We'll talk about it. 
and everything like that. This is Off the Mound, the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Everybody's got a price. Rest in peace. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Mat. And now we are going to get into this week in wrestling history. This one is New Japan Pro Wrestling Power Struggle 2015. And the attendance was 5,128. This was a pay-per-view. First match was Jushin Thunder Liger, Mascara Dorada, and Raizuki Taguchi, and Tiger Mask 4 defeated David Finley, Jay White, Sho Tanaka, and Yuji Komatsu in an eight-person tag match. The second match was Cody Hall and Doc Gallows and Tamatanga defeated Captain New Japan, Juice Robinson, and Togi Maccabee in a six-person tag. The third match was Hiroki Goto, defeated Evil in a singles match. Number four was Alex Shelley and Bobby Fish, Kushida, and Kyle O'Reilly defeated Chase Owens, Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick, Nick Jackson in an eight-person tag. The next match was Matt Seidel and Ricochet defeated Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero in a tag match. Number six was AJ Styles and Bad Luck Fale defeated Toru Yano and Yoshihashi in a tag match. Number seven was Tomoro Ishii defeated Tomaki Hanma in, in, in the Never Open Weight Championship match. And number eight was Hiroshi Tanahashi and Shibata defeated Okada and, and Kazuchi Sakuraba in a tag team match. And then number nine was Shinsuke Nakamura defeated Carl Anderson in the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. So there, there's a lot of like NXT names in here. There are people from who still wrestle in New Japan. Today, there are people who are on the main roster of WWE now that are on this card. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. It's a that sounds like a great card, and it's just you get to see a lot of you get to hear a lot of those names, and it's interesting because you know you look back and you go, "Wow, they were there at that time." So it's really interesting. Excuse me, I like that card a lot, Alex. So thank you for sharing that. Um, really quick, we didn't get to talk about this. I wanted to get your thoughts because WWE made the announcement that the Undertaker's final farewell is going to be at Survivor Series. Do you think that this is really his final farewell, or do you think? he'll be back more because it really sounds like how they're writing this up that it could be it for him when they say final farewell. I could say this would be it for him because he's 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 at an age where his body can't move anymore. He's at an age where he's not stable enough to really be out of the fast pace in a wrestling match. So I really think this is it for him. I think this is where this is a great way for him to finish and finish where it all started at Survivor Series. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I mean, look, you could tell if you didn't watch the documentary series, he sounded like he was finished. Um, he said he was pretty much done. There was nothing left for him to do. So I think he has a right to run off into the sunset, do what he has to do. It's just unfortunate he didn't get to do his last match in front of a crowd, uh, which sucks. But, I mean, of course, look, 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't that happen? It's been crappy. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
know. Uh, all right, Alex, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that really quick, but we'll discuss that more down the road. Let's get into it. All right. Full gear tonight. Let's start from the from the bottom matches and let's save. I would say let's save the, the good matches for later on. Let's start with the bottom match. And the first match we'll get to. Um we could do the we could talk about the pre-show match because Serena Deeb against Alex and K for the NWA Women's Championship, I think needs to be discussed because this is one of the under the radar matches. And the fact that it's on the pre-show is phenomenal by AEW. Oh yeah. I think it was a smart move for them to put this on the buy-in show. This this will be this will be great. Just their partnership alone with NWA is really good. I mean, they've done, look look at what they got. They got they got Ricky Starks, uh, Eddie Kingston. Um, they've had uh, Thunder Rosa, and now they got you know Serena Deeb is also a member of AEW. And to get Allison K there, it was a really good one. But um, I'm gonna go Serena retaining the belt. Uh, we'll see. I think she deserves to have a long title run. Um, look, we will see going forward how it ends up. I agree with you, Serena Deeb. She's going to retain the, the NWA Women's Championship, and I think it's going to be a close performance, and I, I can't wait to see how how she performs inside the squared circle because this will be my first time actually seeing her compete. I've never seen her compete before, so this will be great. She's really good, Alex. You're in for a real treat. And I, the cool thing is I just minimized you, but I still see your little screen next to where I'm trying to read stuff, so it's kind of nice technology today. A great thing. Um. All right, Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. Look, it's going to be a fun match. It's going to be a funny match. Um, I think they're going to have Orange win because of the momentum he has right now after just beating Chris Jericho. I think that would be the route they should go. We'll see. But I'm going to go Orange Cassidy in this one. I'm going to say Orange Cassidy as well because I really think – it, it, this uh, he his push needs to continue. It needs to continue to grow, and I liked I like what AEW is doing with him so far. It's turning out really well, and I I, I think John Silver is going to bring his A game here. He might have his group come into play and try to distract Orange Orange Cassidy and put him out early, but I think that's going to fail. So I'm all for Cassidy winning. Don't forget Orange has his friends too, and when I say friends, I mean best friends. Mm -hmm. Best friends. Tramparetta and uh, Chucky Chuck T. Yep, Chucky T, Chuck Taylor. All right, Chris Jericho versus MJF, and we discussed this earlier. I'm going to say MJF takes this one. I think there's going to be a backstabbing tonight. I think they're, oh, yeah. They're turning on Jericho tonight. I think MJF's going to take over. That could be the possibility, and I, I really have I really believe that's actually going to happen. I feel like MJF is going to beat Chris Jericho, and then afterwards, MJF is going to start stomping away on Jericho, and then the inner circle is going to come out, and they're going to start stomping on Jericho too. So you're going to see some, t some type of backstabbing here tonight. Lots of, Alex, what I got from you is a lot of backstabbing and a lot of stomping. Yeah, because... <laughs> That's what that's what you normally see is when some when somebody turns when when a group when a faction turns on the leader they they want to take out the leader and they want they want to grow themselves inside that group and I think Jericho Jericho's done a really good job with the inner circle but really I don't think he's actually allowed some of the guys in the group to grow like uh, Ortiz he hasn't had much momentum in the inner circle no he hasn't I think Satan Ortiz personally need to go back with Eddie Kingston and form the reform LAX like they did in Impact. I think that's the route they should go. All right. Hikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose for the 
AW Women's Championship. I just am not excited. I, I'm just not a Nyla Rose person. I, 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 I don't think I think she's so dangerous in the ring sometimes. She doesn't do it. Her promos are great, but to me, she just doesn't do it for me. Um, I do get a vibe that she is going to be the one that wins tonight over Hikaru Shida. I hope not, because I still think Shida has so many good rivalries she can have. Uh, but we'll see. But I'm going to go to Nyla Rose tonight. Uh, I'm going to go with Hikaru Shida because I want to see her push with the AEW Women's title continue. But like you said, Josh, it, that could probably go sideways, but I'm hoping it doesn't because I, I want to see more matches with Hikaru Shida as the champion. Like eventually, I eventually I want to see a uh, a women's tournament for that title. I agree with you. I, I well, I want to see them have a tournament. The only problem if they had a tournament, I don't think there's enough women on the roster that puts them over the top to have a women's tournament. I agree with what you're saying, Alex. I just don't think there's enough talent that they could do a tournament like that right now. I think they got to. Yeah, I I really think they should grow the talent first and then see what happens from there. I agree. All right, so the Elite Deletion match. I'm curious what this match is going to be, and hopefully um, it ends up safer than the last one. Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. I'm going to go Matt Hardy in this one. It's very tough, but I'm going to say Matt Hardy in this one. I think he's had the momentum going into it. Um, but we'll see. Sammy Guevara's put on some great promos the last few weeks about Matt Hardy and how much he hates him. But I'm going to say Matt Hardy in this one, but I don't feel confident about that pick, but I'll say Matt Hardy. I'm going to say Sammy Guevara because I feel like he's going to be the guy really trying to put Matt Hardy on edge in this match and really take advantage of Matt Hardy. And he does a really good job of that in his promos. So I think Sammy Guevara is going to come up with some way somehow to beat Matt Hardy in this in this matchup. It's, it's going to be a great one, and I cannot wait. And I feel like if Sammy Guevara wins this match against Matt Hardy – it could put him forward in the inner circle. I agree with you 100%. I think he does need some big win matches at this point, Guevara. He's so young, so uber-talented. I know he had the thing with Sasha Banks and everything like that, but um, I guess we're past that at this point. We're trying to get past it, and hopefully there's a new clean slate. Um, okay, the I Quit match for the AW World Championship. John Moxley versus Eddie King. Look, I'm very excited about this match, but I'm really, really, really hoping that you not make this the main event. Um, and I don't think they will. No. Um, I'm going to go John Moxley in this one. Look, I think Mox is going to have this belt, and I already – I know the person that's going to dethrone him already. Um, so I'm going to stick with Mox in this one, but I think the match is going to be awesome. I'm curious where Eddie Kingston goes from here because that's now two matches um, he's had now where I don't think he's going to win the belt, but we'll see. Uh, but I'm going to go Mox. I think it's going to be very physical, very hard-hitting, and I'm excited for it. I'm going to go with Moxley as well because Moxley, his promos leading up to this match have been phenomenal with Eddie Kingston. Eddie, Eddie Kingston, you got to give him credit too because he's really come back in these promos against Moxley. So it's going to be a neck-and-neck matchup. It's going to be a very, very close match, and it's going to be all over the place. I expect them to fight on the ramp, the entranceway, around, around the guardrails, probably even take it into the crowd or backstage. So this match is going to be a very, very physical, very tough environment for both competitors. I agree with you 100%. I'm very excited. The two of them work really well together, so we'll see. All right. 
FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood versus the Young Bucks and Nick Jackson. Tully Blanchard is banned from ringside. In my opinion, this should be the main event of the show. I don't know if it will be, but I think it should be because this match has been talked about for years upon years upon years. It's a dream tag team match. And, of course, if the Young Bucks lose, they will never challenge for the AEW World Tag Team Championships again. So here's how I think it's going to go. I think it's going to suck what I'm about to say. I think the Young Bucks are going to win, but I think they're going to win by disqualification. And that sucks because the titles won't change. Um, Because there's no way. No way AEW can let the Young Bucks not challenge for the Tag Team Championship again. Cody for the AEW World Championship is fine, Alex, because there's so many good competitors you can keep going with. But you can't have the Young Bucks, who is arguably the best tag team in the world, not ever challenge for the AEW. No, you can't do that. It's, can't. It's, there's, just no, there's just no way. With how good they are and how far they've come along in this, in this wrestling business, there's just no way AEW would do that to them. And this is this goes back to last week with my discussion with uh, Jillian about this, and I I said if I, if, I said that um, Nick and Mac Jackson really need to win this match. This is like one of the matches where they really need to kick it in gear because they will never challenge for another tag team. They will never challenge for the tag team championships again if they lose this match. So they it's all or nothing for them. I mean, I just think that when you look at it, I don't think FTR is going to have a quick title reign. That's why I think the Young Bucks are going to win by disqualification. I don't think they're going to have – they'll still keep the belts and the Young Bucks win, so therefore they could challenge them again. It would be a sucky way to do it, but I do think also this should be the main event of the show. I think there's no question about it. Um, I really don't think they would win by disqualification. I think the, I think the title would change hands, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I just think it would be too quick for FTR to drop the belts. That would just be my only concern. Uh, Cody versus Darby Allen for the singles match for the AWTNT Championship. And Alex, I got to tell you, I think Darby's winning this match. I agree. I think Darby's winning because his buildup the last couple weeks and his promos have been very interesting. I, and he really wants to win this match because this would put him in the full this would come full circle for him because he's waited upon years and years in his career to get to this point to get to this time in his wrestling career to face somebody who's very well known in the wrestling industry and really has built a name for himself this could be a smart smart move for Darby Allen if he can somehow outsmart Cody in this match and become the new TNT champion I agree with you 100%. Um, I think it's the way they should go and let him have the opportunity to hold the belt for a little bit. I think Brody Lee can also be involved and distract Cody. Okay, the match that I do think is going to end up being the main event tonight is the finals for the AEW Championship Tournament for the opportunity to face the winner of John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston for the AEW Championship. That's Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. I think that's the match that is going to end up being the main event. And the reason I say this is because I think there's going to be a big swerve tonight. You'll see it. I have a feeling. Um, I'm going to go Kenny Omega, and I do get the gut feeling that tonight you're going to see Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks turn heel fully tonight. I mean, you've kind of been seeing it a little bit in Spurs with Kenny, but I think tonight you're really going to see it tonight. Um, the full cleaner is going to come out. I hate that the, with the girls with the cleaning stuff. I think that's so cheesy and stupid. Um, I'm not a big fan of it. I think it's really yeah, I'm not either. 
It's not. It's not Kenny's style. No, it's. It just doesn't feel like a Kenny Omega entrance. Exactly. So to me, but I do think Kenny's gonna win um, that match. I agree with you. I feel like Kenny will. He will come forward and win this match against uh, against Hangman Adam Page, and it's going to be a very physical matchup. These two are very skilled, know each other very well in the squared circle. And uh, Adam Page in his promo with uh, was it Jr. I believe, yeah, Jr. But Jr. Yeah, he yeah. said that he's a he's a bit nervous about this match, but he really thinks that. This is where he needs to be. This is his moment. This is his time to shine. And he wants to win over Kenny Omega, his former tag team partner, if he can. So I I, I think it's going to be Kenny Omega that does win. And maybe we'll see Kenny turn on hang, Hangman and take him out along with uh along with the well, along with Matt and Nick Jackson. So sure. All right, I hope everybody enjoys Full Gear tonight. I think this has a chance to be the best produced pay-per-view that the AW's ever had. Probably the best pay-per-view of the year. Oh, absolutely. Easily. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it might be tough to top Wrestle Kingdom, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I agree with you, Alex. So, let's do a quick New Japan recap. Look, I watched everything this morning up until the main event. So I do not know what happened in Evo versus Naito. I'm not going to disclose what happened yet. But I got to tell you something. If you're a New Japan fan, I know you are, Alex. You're in for a big treat. Oh, yeah. it. I, I did watch a little bit of it. and okay, What match did you watch up to? Uh, the matches, I, I watched up until the main event and I stopped there. Oh, so you see? Okay, so... Uh, if you don't want it spoiled, sign off now. Um, a big Wrestle Kingdom match was announced. Oh, yeah. Really big Wrestle Kingdom match. Okada, which could be a main event caliber match. Huge match. We saw Jay White win the briefcase, which swerved galore. Um, Shingo Takaji winning the belt, the Never Open Weight belt. What did you think of the show? Up until the main event so far. I thought it was really good. I thought all the matches were excellent. Outstanding. All the matches leading up to the main event were great. And the one match that caught my eye was Minoru Suzuki facing Shingo Takagi for the Never Open Weight title. That was a great physical matchup. There, There were a lot of submission holds in that matchup. A lot of striking top rope blows. Even when uh, Suzuki, I know Suzuki likes to use the arm bar against the ropes. Uh, I love seeing Suzuki go to work on different parts of the body. And this was just a really, really, a really uh, difficult, a really uh, muscle enduring matchup for Shingo Takagi. Because this really, it really, uh, Shingo, I, I mean, Minori Suzuki, he went to work on Shingo in this match. And it just surprised me that Shingo was able to come out and win. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, and I look at it like this. Um, look, when everything is said, this is their last big show before Wrestle Kingdom, Power Struggle. I'm excited for the Super Juniors. Yeah, the best of Super Juniors tournament. I actually have the uh, the entrance here. What about even Alex? What about the American one, too? You, even, you have Leo Rush in the American one. Oh, yeah, Leo Rush being in the American one is going to be top-notch interesting 
it's going to be amazing. I because Leo Rush is a great performer. If you if you watch his match against Joey Janela in the Indies, the match that they had was unreal. You have to go back and watch that because that was an excellent match, and Leo put everything into that matchup. I agree. So I mean, unfortunately, I know Alex. Um, really quick, if you want to get to the entrance, because we are getting below on time. Okay, so the first entrant is Taiji Ishimori. Second one is El Desperado. Third one is Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Fourth one is Hiromu Takahashi. Fifth one is Taguchi. And uh, in the sixth one, he's this. He's making his best of Super Junior debut, Master Wado. Uh-huh. Seventh entry is Show. Eighth entry is Robbie Eagles. Ninth and uh, wait, no, Bushi's the eight, 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 ninth entry. And then Doki is, I think, the second, or, yeah, second entry. All right, so look, uh, we'll preview it in the next two weeks when I'm back, for sure. I think we need to discuss it more. Um, it's good stuff. New Japan always does well with the tournaments. Their, their junior division is the best. Yeah, it really is. I, I love watching the best of Super Junior tournament every year. And I cannot wait to see how everything turns out with that, and what kind of what kind of spiral they put into that. Sure. All right, Alex, we're getting to that time. Let's get to our finishing move, man. What do you got? So my finishing move is WWE building up a title match between Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley, and I think this match is gonna be the match where Rhea Ripley becomes the new. NXT Women's Champion because Io Shirai has kind of held the title for a long, long time. I think like a couple months or so, maybe. But I, I really, I really see Rhea Ripley becoming the new champion. In, in a, but this match is going to be a match where Io Shirai goes full, full. She goes all out and really delivers a, a, a great performance. Absolutely. Um. My finishing move is not even really involves wrestling. It involves this country, and it involves being peaceful with one another. Let's be peaceful. Let's be civil. Mm-hmm. Let's get this country, like we said in the beginning of the show, back to where it needs to be, and that's all being kind to one another. Um, we've come so far from with uh, with civil rights and everything like that. Let's let let's take a step back and let's move forward. Let's really show other places in the world that we are not a country at divide, but we are one that's united together. And I really think that's such an important thing that we all need to learn and teach our children. That way our children's children can learn that too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's very important. And it's, it's, it's something that we really need to remember. We all need to really be on the same page as a country and as people of the and living in the United States, I feel like we all need to come together, support each other, and be there for one another. And I think at this time, more than more than ever, it's almost as much as when it, I mean, look, when nine eleven happened, we were so together as a as a country. Let's get back to when we were together. Mm-hmm. We were healing each other. We were neighbors. We were friends. You know, uh, everything like that. So. Just something like that. I want us to really just bring that back together for sure. And let's hope for the best for sure. Um, So, Alex, phenomenal job, man. Great job today. Thank you. Uh, again, I will, not be, I will not be here next week. I will be moving into my house next week. Uh, but I will check out the show. 
later on. Uh, Hopefully we can do the show because uh, I I think Jillian may or may not be able to do it. But check our check the uh, off the mat Twitter page, check the Facebook page for updates and announcements. And don't forget check out our app. Please check out our app WWSRN on the Apple Store, Worldwide Sports on the Google Play Store, WorldwideSports.com. Excuse me, WorldwideSports.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. We are all over the place. Smart speakers. Alex, we forgot to mention this. I can't believe it, but that's all right. How can our fans reach out to us? Uh, they can reach out to us on our Twitter, uh, on my Twitter, at Show Slows, your Twitter, at Josh Silverberg, and also follow the Worldwide Sports Radio Network at w- w- underscore WWSRN. And also, we're now on Microsoft. Uh, Microsoft Teams, yeah. So if you want to join at any point during the show or even afterwards, just send us a message in Microsoft Teams and tell us your thoughts, comments, opinions on our topics today. Yes, absolutely. And again, um, you know, like I said, so hopefully we'll be able to do the show next week. But again, I will be back in two weeks. Uh, I'm excited for the new change in my life that's happening for sure. It's a big one. Um. But, again, I won't be sitting on a couch anymore. That will be the nice thing, for sure. Alex, my friend, have a great weekend. Uh, Stay safe to our country. Stay safe. Be smart. Stay well. Uh, God bless everyone. And we will talk to you hopefully next week. I'm Josh Oberg with Alex Lowe's. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Take care and have a great rest of your weekend. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.